What is up? This is a take it or leave it here on a Thursday. I almost said Friday. I'm so excited for Friday, but it's not. It's Thursday. We've got some Thursday night football going on tonight, and I can talk about that because on Thursdays, we talk about NFL. The NFL. Give me a nice big old skull clap. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to say this. I thought you were going to say skull too. Oh, you just said the clap. You're right. I did just say Give me the whole thing. Okay. Skull! Hey, hey buddy. That felt good. 15-point favorite. You didn't drop your phone. You've been <laughs> doing that the past couple episodes. 15-point um, favorite Vikings playing uh, the Redskins in Minnesota? Or is it in no, D.C.? I'm which would sure be in D.C. So, gosh, so it would be even worse if it was in Minnesota. No, it's in Minnesota. Sorry. It is in Minnesota. Okay, so it wouldn't be worse if it was in Minnesota because it is in Minnesota. Let's get started. we got so much to go over today. We've got 60 seconds of baseball. We've got a recap of last week. And You know what? I'm not going to tell you what we got. We're just going to do it. You got the timer ready for 60 seconds of baseball. We've got quite a bit to go through this 60 seconds. So I'm a little nervous. And remember, you're starting too. So should I do the timer? I, no. I think we'll be all right. Okay. You're starting. So whenever you're ready, it's on your cue. You're, you're, we're on you. Okay. Are you, are you guys ready? I think they. Yep. I feel like Dora the Explorer when she asks a question, <laughs> like waits quiet. for the response. She's quiet for like 30 minutes. Like she gives you four opportunities to say yes before she starts moving on. Yeah. Okay. One minute of baseball starting now. Okay, so for the recap, we had the Astros defeat the Yankees 4-2 to move on to the World Series for the second time in three years. And that 4-2 was the series. I, I, that wasn't the final game score. The 4-2 in the series move on to the World Series. Sorry, I didn't put that in the notes. My, my apologies. We're, we're I am wasting this time. Uh, game one of the World Series, Juan Soto of the Nationals lead them to a 5-4 win. He hit a solo shot in the fourth to tie the game up at two. And then later on in the fifth, he hits a deep double and brings Rendon and Robles home. It was a great game for him. 20 years old, nuts. All right, game two, Nationals have monster seventh inning, scoring six runs. Suzuki started off with a solo shot off Verlander. And they go on to win 12-3. That game was just all Nationals, and they look hot. They beat two in the Stroh's home. What are they going to do with three games at home? Oh, I was going to add more, but I can't. That's it. That's it. And it's my fault, too, because i that's 60 seconds of baseball. It's been a – I mean, that's 60 seconds of recap and analyzing. I can still say it's been – it was a fun series, game one, because it's like, oh, my goodness. They stole one, mm-hmm. and it was a close one, like 5-4. Yeah. Last night was not fun. Well, <laughs> I can't say it wasn't <laughs> the Nationals. Fun. It was fun to watch that seventh inning. Yeah. But knowing well, like, the phone has to wow, go the, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but now knowing that this could be over in two more games, that's not fun. Yeah. Although, it would be nice to see them win it in D.C. I wonder if Bryce Harper would be there, like, I told you so. Um, yeah. We're bringing Does he one also back get to a DC. World Series ring? He should. He spoke in an honorary. He might be a prophet. <laughs> yeah. Because he spoke <laughs> that into existence. All right. Uh, let's jump over to the NFL, which is what we talk on Thursdays. Uh, the rest of the episode will be NFL. So if you don't like the NFL, you're probably not listening in the first place. So here we go. Recap <laughs> of week seven. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Broncos on Thursday night, 30-6, to six, despite... Pat Mahomes getting injured, dislocated kneecap. 
Yep, it was pretty freaking gross. It was. They fixed it, it on the field. They sure did. And Slid the way it right back over. Yeah, Ooh. it looked bad. It looked painful. He did not look like he liked them putting it back in place. But uh, he was walking on his own after that. And, he walked and, up the field. And they said no additional damage, which I guess with kneecap injury, well, specifically kneecap displacements, I guess that's the right word for it, it can cause some more ligament damage and, and tears and whatnot and nothing. So he's got the best case scenario, which should be two to three, maybe four weeks. We've got more news on that later, though, so we will hold off on that. Um, but they really dismantled the Denver Broncos. Their offense is atrocious. Joe Flacco's got to go. <laughs> I've been saying he's got to go since like two years ago with Baltimore. That's true, and they they listen. Yeah, <laughs> finally. But you know, I've heard some talk that they could potentially go after Bridgewater once Breeze comes back. Hmm. Interesting. It'd be a nice little fit. There was another team that that they were thinking like he might do well as well. I'm not even going to try to remember the team name because I can't remember, not the team name, which team it was. Uh, go ahead. You want to take out the next game? It's your game. Uh, the next game was the Vikings, and they beat the Lions 42-30. to uh, Thielen did get injured, uh, hurt his hamstring, and will be out for tonight's Thursday night game, which is unfortunate, but hope he gets better. This is the game to let him rest. <laughs> yeah. The Redskins. Yeah. It could be a really big game for Diggs, and Diggs has been going off the past couple games. He I really want to say has. he's had like over 300 yards in the past three games. Easily. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's like three touchdowns and over 300 yards in the past three games. Yeah. So, having no feeling and now being the primary target, he could start him in your fantasy league. He leagues. could potentially go way off. Yeah. Yeah. I've got so. him starting in my league. I have been for three weeks. It's actually funny. The week he went off the first time for the three touchdowns, I only was playing him because I had no one else to play. I had uh, injuries as well as bye weeks, and I was like, I've got to put a body in there. And he blew up, and I was like, I'm not taking him out until he cools <laughs> off, and he hasn't yet. So um, good for me. It, it took him a while to get started, though. It really did. And I think it was more the Kirk Cousins things. than Because yeah. Thielen, he's a more reliable target than Diggs. He is. He's a bigger body. He runs a little bit more solid routes, and he's – very sure-handed. So he's get, he's going to get points whether Kirk's doing well or not because Kirk's going to go to him. Diggs, on the other hand, once Kirk started picking it up and now he's got confidence to go deep and confidence to put the ball in tight spots where Diggs can just make a play, Diggs is showing out. Mm-hmm. So I love it. Um, let's see. Aaron Rodgers goes off in the Packers win, 42-24 to over the Raiders, who I was kind of hyping up. But like I said, every time I have somebody up, they crash. So I still think the Raiders are better than we think. I don't think they're a playoff team, but I think they could go 500 to 9 and 7. That being said, Depending Aaron Rodgers. Tyrell comes back or not. That's true. They Their offense has been not as good since mm-hmm. he went off. And now Josh Jacobs is a little banged up. He might yep. not play this week. So, uh, But Aaron Rodgers throws for five touchdowns and runs one in. So six total touchdowns for him over, he was close to 430 yards. I believe it was 429 passing yards and you want to hear an interesting fact of course always he on sunday was the first packers quarterback ever to eat cheese in the end zone no oh did he do that though i don't know oh okay it was a a guess i'm sure there's been many packer quarterbacks that did that man (laughs) uh no first packers quarterback ever to complete a game with a perfect quarterback rating really which is impressive thinking like brett Favre, Favre, bart star exactly Aaron Rodgers for the past Man. 12 years. Jeez. 12 he's years. The first one, well, I think he's been in the league. He's got to be at least 12 years. He's number 12. That's why I was just like, that's a weird coincidence. Oh, 
No, I think he's been in the league like, uh, maybe more than 12 years. He's what? He's probably 36 and came in probably 22, 23, so maybe not quite. Anyways, doesn't matter. No. All the years he's played, all the years uh, Brett Favre played. Now, of course, Brett was kind of a turnover machine, but but like you said, Bart Starr, no but one's the, ever had a perfect the, QBR. Brett Favre rating. did have a lot of turnovers, but he also had a lot of stellar games. And a ton of touchdowns. Right. So, yeah, no, first time ever. <clears throat> uh, and so he totaled six touchdowns and over 400 yards. And I think over, if you add the rushing, barely over 100, 430 yards. You want to go on? You want to do Colts-Texans? Uh, this is another shock. Kind of a not a shocker, but kind of a shocker. Yeah, so the Colts beat the Texans, and um, Deshaun Watson had two interceptions. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins got a touchdown, which was nice uh, for us. Jacoby Brissett played very well, 26-39, 326 yards, four touchdowns. Sheesh. Uh, Marlon Mack didn't do too much, 18 carries for 44 yards, uh, but it looks like um, Brissett has found his target in uh, Pascal, uh, six receptions for 106 yards and two touchdowns. And T.Y. Hilton added a couple, too. I know T.Y. Hilton just had, had one. He had six catches for 74 yards, one touchdown. Ebron, four receptions, 70 yards, one touchdown. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to like speak too soon, but it's kind of looked like this for a while now, in my opinion. Seems like Brissett was the better quarterback get from that Patriots team because Jimmy G, and we'll talk about it in a second, is terrible. I'm yeah. just put I'm putting my stamp on that because he was terrible last year until he got hurt and he's been terrible this year all year. He's had maybe one game where you're like, "Oh, okay," and he still had a pick in that game. I think he had three touchdowns and a pick. So I I'm, I'm looks really good. He mm-hmm. looks like he could potentially and I don't think he's hit a ceiling yet. I mean, cuz he's still a young player. How many starts does he have? Just got to figure it out, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he maybe has 15. I probably don't even have that cuz this is his first year starting for the Colts. Played a few games last year and then started like one with the Patriots. He probably doesn't even have 15 starts and he already looks really good. Um, but I guess what was shocking to me about this, because I knew the Colts could win this game, just in the middle of the Texans' hot streak, how good they looked the past couple weeks. And then they just come in and get snubbed by the Colts, you know, who we thought, you know, we thought that division was kind of done with. Texans would win it. The Colts are saying, not so fast. We want a piece of that pie too. Mm hmm. It's very interesting, and I guess I could have just flown flowed right into this, but Jimmy G was up next. I I put in my notes, Jimmy G sucks. 49ers win 9-0 against the Redskins. You mustered nine points against the Redskins. I don't want to over-talk your Vikings, and I know you get nervous when I do that, but watch what the Vikings office do to the Redskins tonight and tell me that Jimmy G's fine with putting up nine points against the Redskins. Give me a break. Their defense is killer, though. You want to go to the next one? I will. And that is the Saints, who are just on a freaking train right now. They're on a tear. Yeah, beat the Bears uh, 36-25. Teddy Bridgewater is just coming into his own. Um, just in time to be benched. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but honestly, that this the Saints team has not stopped since they lost Breeze, and it's really surprising. Uh, Bridgewater was 23 of 38, 281 yards, two touchdowns. Latavius Murray has been a workhorse when Kamara's been out, and he had 27 carries, 119 yards, two touchdowns. So, they, uh, the one thing I did see in this game, which was very frustrating, was Tariq Cohen 
trucked this dude and then the dude had the audacity to stand up and try to make fun of his height like, yeah no no sit back down know your place you just got ran over yeah oh yeah i am five six and i ran you over yeah exactly so uh, that was, that was yeah it was annoying but you know you got to have a little bit of trash talk, a little bit of swag on yeah, defense especially head. a defense like that who yeah. is a good defense um I, I will say they allowed what like 26 points against yeah 25 points against that bears offense that's uh, probably not their best showing, but 36 points for... Wasn't this Mitch same. Trubisky's first game back? It was, yeah. but still, he's just, he's not good. 34, 54, 251 yards, and two touchdowns. So hold on, he threw 54 times, completed mm-hmm. 34, and only had how many yards? 251. Oh, jeez, what's the average on that? Got to be like five yards, six yards? Uh, 4.6. Sheesh. Okay, Um. Ravens beat the Seahawks. Contrary to my thought, uh, the Ravens go yeah. and kind of shellack the Seahawks 30-16. to 16. Not that I don't – I think what this proves is, first of all, the Ravens are a little inconsistent, but they are going to be a dangerous team. They've got a really good defense, an explosive offense. If Lamar Jackson can throw the ball more closer to how he was throwing it at the beginning of the year, he's kind of fallen off with his accuracy a little bit. But if he can kind of develop that throwing game like he did at the beginning of the year – they could be a dark horse in the playoffs for the Super Bowl. Um, and what it proves for the Seahawks side is they're a little bit too Russell Wilson dependent. They need him to do everything because he has he had a really bad game this week and it just they didn't look like they didn't look like a playoff team, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So unless he's being a magician, which he does often, he's gonna be a magician 10 to 11 games a year. But unless he's doing that, even in his biggest magician game, they still lost, which just it just proves they are just way too dependent on him, and they need him to win games. They They've need got more a, pieces around. They him. do, and it's it's bad because they actually I do like Carson. I like Chris Carson. Chris Carson because which you didn't. I didn't. I still wouldn't want him on a fantasy team again. No. I, I w- well, not a PPR because he's not a receiving pick. Right. But as far as like if I'm a GM. I'll take him any day of the week as a running back because he he runs hard. Um, very I just tough don't runner. Think they have, but I think another reason why he has to be a tough runner. I don't think their offensive line's very good. Yeah, it doesn't. It appears like I mean, their their wide receivers aren't terrible. They've got I mean, Lockett, they've got but Tyler Lockett and uh, Metcalf. Metcalf. Uh, Here's the thing: though. they got the one tight end who's doing pretty well. Disley, I can't. Is he on IR right now? Or? He, I think he's done. Yeah, pretty sure okay. he's on IR, and that stinks. That's a huge blow to that receiving yeah. core. Um, <clears throat> so thing, just little things like that, just really chipping away at their yeah. overall potential. The thing with Lockett is, Doug Baldwin was their number one receiver, right? Mm-hmm. And I always thought he should have been more of a number two. Like if he's your number two, you have a great receiving core. Yeah. If he's your number one, you have a B minus receiving core. Tyler Lockett's good. He's a clear number two. Like yeah. you, you got to have something. Not that he can't be a go-to, but he's more of like a, a Julian D- Edelman. Oh, I was gonna say like a Diggs or, or a Diggsy, yeah. yeah. Where Julian Edelman, we know he he could potentially be a Hall of Fame receiver. I wouldn't consider him a go-to. Like he's your slot. He's your like mm-hmm. he's your dump off. He's your like short route guy, and that's how I picture uh, Tyler Lockett. Now he's also a deep threat because he's fast. I just don't picture him as a premier wide receiver. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think he's a piece, and so the fact that he's their go-to receiver. It's kind tough. Of, it's tough for that receiving core. So, um, very dependent on Russell Wilson. But, but you know, I, I, they, they'll still make the playoffs because, like I said, he's a magician at least ten games a year. So, 
Uh, the last game. Yeah, wrap it up. Uh, last game was uh, the Eagles traveling to Dallas, and they got beat bad. Uh, the Cowboys won 37-10. to 10. Um, It really looked like the Eagles couldn't get anything going. Oh, no. It was um, bad. Yeah, and it, it was just kind of frustrating watching that. Um, you know, and uh, I guess they're off the Zach Ertz train and switched over to, you know, their other tight end. Dallas Cod- uh, Goddard, Goddard. I don't even know how to say his name. I don't know if it's so Goddard just... or Goddard. I literally heard an analyst call them both, so I don't know what it is. Yeah, so they're, they're off the Ertz train. I guess. And not that he's been bad. It's just he's not. Well, he was their, like, he was his favorite target. And now. and it, in, He still is. He in was his, targeted six times, only caught two. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he has very tight coverage, too, because yeah. he, is, he is such a, a force. big name. He's a force. Um, But, yeah, I mean, someone had to wake up in this game, right? And it just happened right. to be the Cowboys because neither team was performing to expectation. Yeah, Zeke um, had a pretty good game. He did. Uh, Dak played well. Amari Cooper was stupid. I don't know if, if Zeke's just been under the radar for me, but I've not been impressed this year. I have him in a fantasy league, and I've been every. T- I th- I always think the same thing. I'm like, is Zeke doing anything? And I look, and it's like 15, 19, 22, 15, 24. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's been really good. <laughs> like huh. he's just been he's just been fine. I think it is. Under- he's not doing Zeke things. Like okay. he's not leading the league in rushing. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. He's not doing the normal like oh he he's the best running back in the league things. Because um, I think it's apparent at this point, it's between Chris McCaffrey and Delvin Cook. I mean, yeah, they're they are say they've set this league on fire. So, um, all right, uh, those are all of our recap games. The rest of the games don't matter, and I mean that they're boring. They don't matter. We are not talking about them. So we're gonna move on to some news for the week. Uh, this list grew tremendously right before the show started because there's some new things that come out, and then also I'm crazy and forgot a, f- a couple things. First bit of news, Bree, uh, Drew Brees, I almost called him Bree Drews, Drew Brees may be coming <laughs> back this week, yeah? Yes, potentially. They said do not rule him out for Sunday's game, um, which would be a great game for him to come back and kind of get warmed up back into the, uh, against the, Arizona. the swing of things. Yeah, against Arizona's defense, Here's which my thing, though. Don't they has a, been too great. Don't they have a bye week like next week? The Saints? Yeah. Um, I could be wrong, but if they do, just rest them another week. Let Bridgewater keep it going. They do have a bye next week. So so that's my thing, you know? I mean, And then it, they don't play to the... Okay, yeah, they, they've got a bye next week. On one hand, the thought process could be like you said. It's the Arizona Cardinals. Let's get them in there. And then he rests. They've got and a then comes big back. break. Why is that? I oh, wonder. No. Never mind. It just looks big because it's switching months. <laughs> 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 oh, new month, too long. Yeah, they're yeah they're off for the third and then back on the tenth. That's awesome. So yeah, um, I don't know personally, especially with him being as good as he is. I'm like, shoot, let's just bring him back after the bye. You know, he's gonna have plenty of rest in yeah. being as good as he is. Now he didn't have to play the whole season. He's gonna be fresh, rejuvenated. Yeah. Best football I mean, ahead of him. What? <clears throat> excuse me. What I'm expecting okay. is for him to come in, play a series or two, let Teddy take over. You think so? Some, something like that. It's not going to be a full workload. If, if anything, I think the maximum he would do is a split. I'm split kind of workload. leaning toward. I'm kind of leading towards <laughs> them not playing him at all. Yeah, I think they won't. Because I think the still, max would be a split workload. If he's still on a, practicing at a limited level, 
and it's Thursday. Yeah, then why would he be playing why a full would you game play level? A full game Saturday. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, Sunday. Or yeah, you're right. I told I said we're not going to talk about we're other talk sports about it. and it just slipped in there. All right, next <laughs> next news up up uh, another might may play Pat Mahomes. According to your host Eastie Graham, what you don't rule him play? out. Don't, don't rule, rule him out either. Yeah, that's what Andy Reid said. Is don't rule him out for Sunday. He's practiced full practice today, and I can't remember if he practiced he full practiced practice on Wednesday full or not. Today, yeah, he just dislocated his knee six days ago. Yeah, no, no, it was Thursday, so it's seven, seven days, days ago now. Yeah, and a full practice today. Are you? He's another one. Like even if if he's out, because when is their bye? Can you look them up real quick? Yeah. I think their bye is in two weeks, so I think they have two games and then a bye. Even if they, oh, maybe I'm wrong on that. They're playing the Packers this week, so this is kind of a big game. Yeah, that's true. But they're uh, they've you, got Packers this week, Vikings next week, two, Titans the week after mm, that. Oh yeah, they they've got games. Really? So they don't uh, have a bye anytime soon? The bye is in, not this week, not next week, not the week after, not the week after, but the week after. So it is four games and They've then a bye. They've got four games and a bye. So let's just say, you know what, yeah, they're big games. What's their record right now? Five and two? They are... I think it's five and two. Five and two. Okay. So let's say they go through those two games. They, they can beat the Titans without Mahomes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, probably don't beat the Packers or the Vikings. And who's the last? The next Chargers. one? Chargers. They'd beat them Probably beat the, the Chargers without Mahomes. Let's say they don't. Let's say they go one and three. Yikes. So they come out of that six and five. five. And you get Patty Mahomes back for your last five, five games. You're probably winning all five. Fresh Patty Mahomes after four weeks of rest. Five weeks of rest. I don't know. Is 11 and five on the season enough, though? There's quite a few teams at five and two right now. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes because are the are the the best team in their division is the Raiders. Besides them, are the Raiders hitting eleven and five? They're three and three. Like I said, I think they go eight and eight, nine and seven. I don't think they hit ten wins. So I think, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth the risk, personally. But you know, I mean, if he's feeling okay and he wants to do it, that I commend him for it. It's real tough and it's gritty, but mm-hmm. I just don't know if as a as a coach or GM if I'd be doing that. I don't know. Um, Josh Gordon, the quite the opposite of them. We thought Josh Gordon's injuries were just kind of lingering, kind of something he could play through. And I thought he was going to be back this week. IR and done with the Patriots. Apparently, they're just they're saying that he's done with the Patriots, and it's nothing he did wrong. It's just the injuries have been lingering too much for them, and so they they let him go. And on the back end to replace him, they trade for Mohamed Sanu from mm-hmm. the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Um, Which I I think I said this the other day, like he's never been anything like super impressive to me. And this is going to quote unquote revive his career just because he hasn't been anything impressive. Now to be the number one big body in New England. He's a big body. Yeah. He's he's big body. He's aggressive. He's got good hands. And like, that's the thing is he always wants the ball. Well, think about what the, so so now what do they they have? They've got, they've got Edelman. Speedy. Edmonds also speedy. Both could be potentially deep threats. Well, well, that's what I was gonna say. They have every box check marked. Yeah, they've got the deep threat in mm-hmm. Dorset. Mm-hmm. They've got good Edelman slot, underneath. Quick, good routes. runs perfect routes. Yep. Perfect hands. You've got the big body who's gonna go and catch those fifty-fifty balls mm-hmm. in Sanu. 
And Nikhil Harry's coming back soon, and he's everything. Mm-hmm. He's the whole package. He yeah. can go over the top. He's a possession receiver. He's a big body. He's got great hands. He's young. This small asset that they've picked up in Sanu, who, however small you might think it is, I think it's huge for them. Huge for them, small in the eyes of receivers. Yeah. You know, because like, he's always been in the shadow of Julio Jones. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, so that, I mean, you know, I even think he was there when Roddy White was there for a little bit. Yeah, that sounds right. I think he was there for a little bit when and Roddy White was their main right. go-to. So that sounds right. Um, yeah, I I like the pickup for the Patriots. And what was, what was their kind of, even though they've been putting up thirty plus a game, it feels like their offense was their only like oh is it because their defense has put up historic stats. No defense in the history of the NFL has has sniffed the stats that their defense has put up so far. But everyone was like, no, their offense isn't the same, though. This could help. Mm, this could a help. lot. Uh, what next? So we went uh, over There was another... Two, another Patriots thing. Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, Bennett. Yes. You that just, just told yeah, me. Just Go ahead. Happened. Take it away. That was uh, their defensive end. Um, Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett. He's now with Dallas. Went to the Cowboys. Uh, for a seventh round pick, that could be a sixth round pick in twenty twenty one. I think it depends on how he plays or performs. Yeah, I, I forget how it works, but I think it's it's basically how he performs. Yeah, can determine. And you, you were it. saying that he was having some trouble with the coaches. He got suspended last week because of it. Yeah, so he, he apparently got in a spat with a with a position his position coach, who was Brett. B, I believe it's Brett Bielma. Mm. B, B, how do you say it? I don't know how to say. It. You know, who I'm Bielma talking about, sounds though. right. Bielma, Bielma, um, used to be a college coach. Uh, and so I guess it got bad, so they suspended him for the week. And when he was asked about it this week, he said, there's water on the bridge, no hard feelings, no love lost. I'm fine with Brett Bielma. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good with the Patriots. Everything's good. And here we are 25 minutes ago before we start the podcast, shipped out to Dallas. So apparently they weren't good on their end. They were like, eh, it might be good for you, but we're out. You're not getting a ring with us this year. Because <laughs> let's be real, they're getting another ring, unfortunately. No hands. Um, yeah, so that thank you for that story right on the cusp of the. I mean, that was because we had two stories going into this. Now that we have like six, so uh, we already talked about Muhammad Sanu and then mm-hmm. uh, Emmanuel Sanders. So yep. just one real quick one to wrap it up. Emmanuel Sanders goes from Denver, who looks like they're trying to build up some assets uh, because they know this Draft is not their picks, year, yeah. and uh, he goes to the 49ers, which obviously. We'll fix Jimmy G's problems. That's all he was missing was Emmanuel Sanders. So he'll be a great quarterback from here on out. Sure. Yeah. No. 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 Dude. <clears throat> yeah. Not he's not good, dude. Do you think about it. How crazy it would be, like how well the San Francisco 49ers are doing if they had like a good quarterback. I mean, with that defense, dude. Like, uh what if and they wouldn't do it because they have Jimmy G. But what if they could take like a, even a, a Teddy Bridgewater, yeah, who could just keep it together, yeah, you know, or or switch the two Patriots quarterbacks that went they took two Brissette. places. If they had Brissett, that'd be a scary team. It would be a very good offense. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not a Jimmy G fan. I'm not a believer, and I don't know if I will be. I don't think he'll ever make me one. I, I, he's not good. He's got a lot to do to make you. I mean, he's got everything. He's got the physical tools. He's got the arm. He's mm-hmm. got the looks. He's got. The personality, and he's just bad. He's just bad. I think he's Mitch Trubisky level. I'm sorry. Like, no, that doesn't seem inaccurate. I mean, it's... It, hey, let's take a look. 
I've got Garoppolo pulled up. And I'll get Trubisky. You you start going with, with Garoppolo. He's 114 of 167, uh, 1,314 yards, seven touchdowns, six interceptions. So say the yards again. 1,314. Uh, 13, 14. 13, 14, seven and six. Mm-hmm. And I just looked up Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've got Trubisky right in front of me right now yeah um okay maybe i take it back (laughs) (laughs) well he's missed games Uh, he's missed games you're right okay thank you thank you thank you so he's missed what two games i believe and he has 839 yards so clearly he'd have less yards but he's he's five touchdowns and two picks so technically i believe he'd have a much better qbr quarterback rating um yeah i mean it's you're right. Two games. Let's give him 200 yards per game. That would put him right around 1,200 yards. So close to to right. You said 1314. Yep, 1314. So that would put him about 12,000 yard or tw- <laughs> idiot 1,200 yards, and then five touchdowns, two picks, and he probably throwing a touchdown or two as well, and maybe a pick or two. So he's got slightly better stats than Jimmy G, and uh, they both have what you would consider technically quote-unquote genius offensive coordinators so there's no excuse let's I mean, let's uh jimmy g's bad he's bad trubisky's got a 64.4 percent um completions yeah and jimmy g has on the season 61 60 68.3 okay so much higher completion percentage and people By will argue that that is <laughs> People will argue that that is like one of the most important stats for a QB, but I don't know. Six, yeah, touchdowns is not good. Touchdowns seem to be pretty important as well, and not throwing interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> so throwing only seven touchdowns and throwing almost as many interceptions is is uh, you 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 stink. All right, um, let's jump into another somewhat. <laughs> humiliating week and not even humiliating but kind of humiliating week of cover three picks uh week seven recap we started off with the saints at the bears uh chicago was favored by three and a half both Easton and i said nope uh doesn't sound right so the saints went in and sure enough put a beating on them 36 to 25 which gives us both the right answer. We both picked the Saints to win outright, and obviously when they went outright, they take the points, um, and we were right there. So two for two to start it out. We were feeling pretty good, were we not? We were. Uh, then the Ravens and Seahawks happened, where Raven, uh, where Easton had a little, a, a little grace there, where I said, nope, uh, you know, Ravens traveling to Seattle, and Seattle's only getting three points. I'll take Seattle to cover, Seattle to win, of course. Uh, Easton said, yeah, no, no, I like Seattle to win, but give me Ravens and the points. And sure enough, Easton was right on the Ravens and the points, but also the Ravens kind of shellacked Seattle 30-16. to 16. Did not expect that whatsoever. No, so at this point, Easton is 3 for 4, looking pretty solid at 75%. That's nice. And I'm sitting at 2 for 4 at 50%, so not very good. And then the Panthers, uh, nope, sorry, that's, this week's games the eagles at the cowboys happen and i said you know what give me dallas uh to to win this game but i did take the eagles and the points i thought it'd be a very close shootout not shootout but whatever struggling to score 
Yeah, yeah. Basically, two teams really fighting for that division, as well as two struggling teams fighting for a division. And uh, nope, uh, Easton went with Eagles both ways. Eagles to win, and obviously took the points because Dallas was favored by three. Sure enough, uh, Dallas did win, but they shellacked the Eagles. So I went one for two there. Easton went zero for two. So we both ended three for six, correct? Yep. And 50%. I was I was up on the season, so that keeps me up by one on the season. So I am eighteen for thirty-two at fifty-six percent. Easton is seventeen of thirty-two at fifty-three percent. We are now both lower than the sharps. We are neither of us are hitting at pro numbers. But we've got another week ahead of us. But we can fix that this week, and we will say that every week <laughs> until we fix it. Um, so we can brag all we want about our college picks, but it is just not happening for us in, in the NFL. So, Easton, take it away for our Week 8 Cover 3 picks. Taking it away, the Eagles go to Buffalo, and Buffalo is favored by 1.5 points. So this is going to be a very tough game where the – uh, where Vegas would think that uh, Buffalo would lose on a neutral field, and obviously in Philly as well. So they're expecting the Eagles to come out and play them tough. Um, I mean, it is a struggling Eagles team altogether and a really high-powered Buffalo defense. The Buffalo offense is kind of struggling as well. They're struggling to find their identity, but... Um, what do you got? Who, who, so go ahead. I, I don't know if you said who's – yeah, you did say Buffalo's favorite. So go ahead. I took the Eagles in both last week against Dallas, and they let me down. They can't do that twice in a row. <laughs> You're taking they them can't. both? I'm taking the Eagles to win and obviously in the points as well. Okay, I'm actually going to agree 100%. I think this is their bounce back week. I think they beat a good team. Buffalo is 5-1. Is and one. I, I don't think it's – I don't know that it's pretty – but I think they win, and obviously if I'm taking them to win outright, I'm taking them in the points as well. So um, agreement there for both of us. Second game is the Cardinals going to New Orleans to play the Saints. In the Superdome, one of the biggest home court, home field advantages. And they are favored. New Orleans is favored by 10. Sheesh. So there's a big favorite there. Um, you want to take this one first? Yes, because I have something that might surprise you. And I'm going to take it with or without Drew Brees, no matter what happens. I like it better, actually, if Drew Brees comes back. I'm going to take the Saints to win. Okay. I don't think there's any question there. I don't think I don't think the Cardinals can, can beat the Saints. I just don't see it. Okay. But I will take the Cardinals and the points because I think I think 10 is huge. And I think, even though in this, in this rowdy setting against this defense, I think Kyler Murray has been better and better every week. He had a little bit of an off week last week. But before that, he's gotten better and better. I really like Kyler Murray here. Um, so I think it's it's probably a similar game to last week where it's probably – I know they won, I know the Saints won by 11 last week, but I think the Saints probably win by 8 or 9, maybe 7, 8, 9, somewhere in that range. Um, I don't think they win by 10, though. Uh, 10, it's, that's a big number to me against a, a team that's actually been putting up pretty good points. Uh, this is going to be my second game I go all in. I'm going Saints and Saints. Saints don't and let Saints. me down. Don't let me down, Saints. The blowout in the Superdome. Hopefully, <laughs> with by the. Saints. I mean, it could happen. I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna ride with Kyler this week. I think he's gonna. And something else I noticed is that they've only won by by ten or more one time, and it was last week. Okay. So, so that was the only thing. That so I was, they're getting better, is what you're telling me. I, I guess. Um, 
<laughs> sure. That's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and I, like I said, I don't think you're wrong. Like, but I do think the reason I say I like it, I like my pick a little better with if Breeze comes back. Is just I think there's gonna. Be He's some... a better commander in the field. Well, what I mean is I think they will still win with Breeze, but I, I think they could probably win by more with Bridgewater right now. And it's just because Bridgewater's been playing five weeks in a row or mm-hmm. whatever it's been. Breeze hasn't seen game action in, in four or five weeks. So yeah. Um, but I, I also I feel like there's two different sides of that coin where Breeze is a better commander on the field where he knows that offense better and that O line will want to work harder to protect him. Just because, like, oh, no, we've got an injured quarterback. We have to be on top of our sure, game or true. we're done. Or there's the fact, like, hey, Bridgewater's hot. Let's keep rolling. Yeah, yeah, so. it's true. And I also think uh, that's something we didn't mention earlier. I think the Saints collectively have have been better since Bree- Breeze went down because Breeze went down. I think they said, oh, shoot. We got to pick up the slack. We got to pick up the sl- Exactly. Like, like yeah. you know, we cannot play our best and still win because of Drew Breeze, whereas now it's, like, nothing against Bridgewater, but – we gotta we gotta play better mm-hmm. as a team. So, uh, last but not least, or no, you didn't you did pick that one all in on the Saints yep. both ways. And so then the ahead. last game is Carolina Panthers at the San Francisco 49ers, where the 49ers are favored by five and a half. I'm I'm gonna go first on this one because okay. I want to say that this Panthers defense is gonna give the 49ers their first loss. Rowdy. Yeah rowdy defense i like it i'm gonna give the 49ers their first loss and having giving them their first loss i also have to take the panthers in the points which means i am all in on all three you sure are i'm in total agreement on this one this was my favorite one of the week actually the reason i put it in is because um i don't think i think the niners are way overrated not their defense. I don't. I want to make sure. Like the defense is rated right about where it needs to be. It is a ferocious defense. The offense just doesn't match up with the defense. I like the Panthers to not only shut down their offense because their defense is is ridiculous. I think they could score some points off their offense. And then on top of that, as good as as the Niners' defense is, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's a bad man. Yeah. And uh, Kyle Allen has not thrown a pick yet. And this defense kind of lives on turnover, so we'll see. It could they could get a couple off of him. Maybe he could throw his first one, two, three picks. But I don't know. He's protected the ball well. McCaffrey's a great uh, safety any, outlet. Yeah. Any time a quarterback gets nervous, they look for a checkdown or they look for a block or something. And McCaffrey's and the best in the league. <laughs> no matter what he's looking for, McCaffrey delivers every single time. Absolutely. I mean, I think he's. Uh, I hear a lot of talk about you know Dalvin Cook and about still Zeke and, and blah, 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 blah. Personally, I think McCaffrey has set himself apart this year. Oh, I yeah. Mean, just and it, Because it's not just the fact that, oh, he's a speed back. He's strong. His vision is ridiculous. Yeah. His hips, the way he plants and goes and, and his acceleration, I mean, what he's, he's really good. What he's doing this year, I know we had a talk in the beginning of the year of like who you would draft, like when we were talking about uh, draft picks for fantasy. He's what I expected out of Kamara. Not quite the strength that he's shown, because obviously mm-hmm. he's way stronger than Alvin Kamara. But that's this is the type of back I expected Kamara to be this year, and he yeah. really just hasn't. Yeah. No, Kamara's had a down year, but he's still been good. But, yeah, he's still been good. But, but yeah, this no, is what I McCaffrey, expected. This always available, sure-handed, and grab and I go. I mean, he is fast. Yeah. That play... That play I've seen a highlight a couple times now against the Jaguars defense where he hit the seam up the middle, made one cut and went. And there's a safety that is literally playing 15 yards up the field to start. 
mm-hmm. and he could not catch McCaffrey. McCaffrey ran by him, and the dude never. Had a ch- I mean, he is fast. Yeah, I like him a lot. So yes, yes. So Niners get their first loss. Could he potentially steal this MVP? I think he's very much in the middle of the conversation. I don't know if he'll get it because again, kind of like Heisman, it's yeah. very hard for a running back to to win it. Yep. But boy, what a year to give it to a running back where their starting quarterback, who a lot believe is like an all-star caliber quarterback, mm-hmm. goes down, and now he has this production and keeps them four and two, like in the middle of the playoff race. Yeah, what a year to give it to a running back. If I had a vote right now, he'd be my vote, and I'd be taking it away from Russ. And I would have given it to Russ last week, but Russ had a bad week. McCaffrey, I'd probably give it to McCaffrey if I had a vote, and I don't. Unfortunately, <laughs> would, who would you give it to right now? I mean, McCaffrey's playing out of his mind. Current, he like it, if I had to give it based off of what I've seen so far this year at to this, this point, point yeah, in time, absolutely, yeah, McCaffrey, hands down, not right now. Based on the last three weeks, <laughs> <laughs> makes oh, it a little man. tougher. All right, let's see what he does tonight. Yeah, I'm excited. What has it been? Three games with 300 yards or something like that? Uh, three games. He's averaging 325 yards a game because he's got about 975, yeah. 10 touchdowns, one pick, and 135 quarterback rating. Let's go, Kirk. Yeah, let's see what he can do tonight. <laughs> all right, that's our show. That's all we got. You can take it or leave it. Hit us up at take it leave it bh on Twitter. We love you guys. Peace. Take it or leave it. <laughs>